Well, I want to welcome you to our Sunday evening service. So glad to have all of you with us, especially those of you who may be visiting with us tonight. And we're going to do something a little different tonight. I want to share some things with you as a church family. And uh, so I'm going to take a little bit of time here at the beginning. And uh, then after that, we're going to have some more music. Then I'll come back up and share the message with you. But I want to share something with you tonight as this local body of believers that I've wanted to share with you for a long time and just have been waiting for the right time to do this. Tonight I want to talk about the future of our Sunday night service. Now, I want to ease any fears right up front and let you know that we are not going to do away with the Sunday night service. Okay, just so you can relax and listen to, to what I want to share with you tonight. So we're not going to do away with our Sunday night service. However, we are going to make a few changes. And these are not significant changes, but ones that we feel will help to strengthen our Sunday evenings. What I want to do tonight, in kind of a family format, is give you just a little bit of history and background. We have been concerned about the attendance on Sunday nights uh, for a number of years now. Over the last few years, our average attendance on Sunday night has been around 130 people. I look out tonight, that's probably about where we're at tonight. If you compare that with the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, we used to average around 180 to 190 people on Sunday nights. So there's been a somewhat significant drop over a period of years. Now, every once in a while, we'll have a higher attendance, like when we have homemade ice cream on Sunday nights. <laughs> Obviously, we're not gonna do that every Sunday night, uh, so, but sometimes we'll have a higher attendance or in two weeks, we will have the youth missions trip presentation and quite honestly we will have a number of parents come uh, to see their child's presentation who normally don't come on Sunday nights. But the majority of Sunday nights our attendance hovers around that 130 mark. Now this next thing I'm going to tell you, I tell you with great sadness but nonetheless it is true. Unfortunately, we have even fewer than 130 when we have missionaries speak. Probably our lowest Sunday night attendance is when we bring in missionaries to speak. And I'm hoping it's not true, but it will probably be true next Sunday night when we have Phil and Kitty McMillan with us. In fact, starting in 2017, I'm just going to, I'm really sharing my heart and the thoughts of our leaders at this point. Starting in 2017, I'm going to be very reluctant to schedule many missionaries that we don't support. I've done that in the past to try to give us a view of what's going on in the world, but I am becoming more and more reluctant and hesitant to do that. I will always continue to schedule the missionaries that we do support, so we will continue to make sure we schedule them. But when I bring in missionaries that our people aren't familiar with, very few people come out for the service. 
Now, I've been studying this issue and talking with people about it for the last two years, and I've been trying to discern what has happened, not only in our services, but in Sunday night services around the country. In 2015, the three pastors were reading an article by Tom Rainer. Tom Rainer is someone that I've mentioned from the pulpit a number of times. He is the president and CEO of Lifeway Christian Resources. He has a daily uh, letter, a daily blog to pastors. He is considered a pastor to pastors. And we, five days a week, we very carefully read through the blogs that that he writes. In 2015, he was talking about trends that have happened in the church across America. And he gave this startling statistic. According to Tom Rayner, who did a lot of research on this, less than 5% of churches in America today still have a Sunday night service. The exact quote is, the number of churches who still have a Sunday night service has now dropped below the 5% mark. I want you to think about that. I, I just want to kind of let that sink in tonight. Less than 5% of churches in America today still have a Sunday night service. That is very consistent with what I am told by missionaries when they visit our church. They tell me that we are one of the very few churches that still have missionaries do presentations on a Sunday night. In fact, I spoke with Anthony and Sarah Seitzma. Some of you may remember that they were with us on the last Sunday of June. Sarah told me that night after the service that her home church, which is a large church, their sending church, only gave them, when they were home on furlough, time in small groups and Sunday school classes. They haven't had a Sunday night service, her home church, their sending church for years, and they're very protective of their morning service to keep it as a preaching service. Now, I also spoke, and I, I thought this was really interesting, last April, not this just past April, but a year ago April in 2015, Don Long was with us, some of you may remember that. Don Long is the Midwest representative for Shepherd's Home. And uh, what's really interesting about Don is that he works primarily with Baptist churches. So we're not talking about all denominations here. He works primarily with Baptist churches, and he works mostly, not exclusively, but mostly with GARB churches. That stands for the General Association of Regular Baptists. That is the association of churches that our church belongs to. So he has connections, or the churches that support shepherds are primarily conservative Baptist Bible-teaching churches. And Don told me when he was here that he rarely ever gets a Sunday night service anymore. He said, we were one of the only churches, I shouldn't say one of the only, one of the few churches that still give him Sunday night to do a presentation. At a recent uh, funeral dinner, I was talking with an older couple who came up and were talking to me, and they were related to the family of the deceased person. 
And they told me that they went to a GARB church in Grand Rapids, a church with a strong heritage, a strong history. Um, and so, and they had gone there, uh, have gone there for many years. And so I said, so what do you do on Sunday nights? And they smiled and said, we did away with our Sunday night service a number of years ago. They said we didn't, weren't necessarily in favor of it, but that's what our people wanted, and that seems to be the trend today. Two weeks ago, would have been Monday, August 1st, I had lunch with Josh Felposh. Many of you know Josh, grew up in our church. He's now the associate pastor of worship and youth at Berlin Baptist Church in Marne, Michigan, over in the Grand Rapids area. Great, great time with Josh. And at his church, Berlin Baptist, they're really going through basically the same thing we are. He said uh, their Sunday morning attendance is around 150. Uh, their Sunday evening service is less than 50. Um, and he told me something interesting. He and Lindsay, before they moved back up here, were down in the Houston area, and they went to two different churches in the Houston area. And Josh was on staff with one of them part-time, and he said neither one of them had a Sunday evening service. And he said certainly can't speak for all the churches in the Houston area, but he said most of them that he was familiar with didn't have a Sunday evening service. In fact, when he came up to go on staff at Berlin Baptist, he was surprised that they still have a Sunday evening service. And I tell you that just simply to say that's in the Deep South. That's in Houston, Texas, which is considered part of the Bible Belt. Now, the question is, why has this happened? Why is this happening all across America where churches are doing away with their Sunday night service? Well, I think a number of reasons could be given for the decline. But I think the most important reason is this. And that is Sunday. The day Sunday is no longer viewed as a special day set aside for church services. It simply isn't. There has been, over the last 15 to 20 years, a significant cultural shift. I'm not talking about the culture out there. I'm talking about the Christian church culture. There has been this significant shift where Sunday is simply no longer viewed as a day set aside for church services. I'm not commenting on it. I'm simply saying that is the way it is now. Now, we know that many sports activities are now scheduled on Sundays, even for younger children. And this is especially significant in large urban areas. But I don't think that's the main reason we've seen our Sunday night services decline. I think there is something that has been an even greater hindrance in a church like ours to people coming out on Sunday nights. And it is this. Sunday evening has become the night for family gatherings. More and more people now have their family gatherings on Sunday evenings. 
many families, even very devoted ones, people who are very faithful to this church, now schedule their family get-togethers on Sunday evenings. And I'm not just talking about family reunions. I'm talking about families getting together with their adult children and grandchildren on a regular basis on Sunday evenings. Now, again, I'm not criticizing any of these things. I'm simply telling you that this is now a reality in American church culture. Many families, even in a church like ours, no longer plan the Sunday evening service into their schedules. They simply don't. Another writer that I read, happen to read, is on a regular basis, is Tim Chalice. In fact, we're promoting one of his books in our bulletin this month. He writes a blog on a regular basis. Um, he is a pastor of a church, strong Bible teaching church in Toronto, seeing the same thing. I was reading an article by him this week. I was doing some research on this. Said the same thing. Now, he listed a number of reasons for the decline of the Sunday night service. But right at the top, two of the top reasons were people no longer view Sunday the way they used to. And number two, he said, even in his church, Sunday night has become a family time rather than a church time. So that's just the culture that, that we are dealing with. A defining moment for me came in late April and early May of 2015. Some of you may remember this. On two Sunday nights in a row, we had outstanding national speakers from the country of India. On the last Sunday of April, we had Abraham Thomas. And on the last, or excuse me, on the first Sunday of May, we had Ashok Andrews with us. Abraham Thomas, a pastor in India who has a large ministry connected with Baptist Children's Home here in the United States, dynamic speaker. Ashok Andrews is the pastor of a large church, actually oversees a whole network of churches in India. He is a well-known Indian pastor. In fact, before he came to First Baptist, he was one of the main speakers at a huge missions conference at a megachurch in Detroit. And we were so fortunate to get him on that Sunday night. And we promoted both of those men for weeks on Sunday mornings. I stood here from the pulpit and said, these two are national pastors from India, one of the most important countries on the missions map in the world today. And I encourage people to come out. And yet when they came to speak, our attendance was no better than it is on a normal Sunday evening. Really, our, our attendance wasn't any higher than it normally is for both men. We had right around 130, 140 people come out. That was a defining moment for me because I came to realize that no matter what we do, some people simply are not going to come out. They simply no longer come to the evening service. They, they just don't. I mean, we could 
do all kinds of, or try to do all kinds of special and spectacular things, and it's, it's just not going to get people out. And so what I'm saying to you tonight is I'm not going to f try and fight against this natural, this national trend, nor am I going to browbeat or criticize people from the pulpit. I'm not. I believe that's the wrong way to approach this, and it's counterproductive. I just do not believe in getting up and criticizing people because they don't come to a particular service. However, this may be the most important statement that I make you, for you tonight. We want to give those people who do come on Sunday night, who still want to come on Sunday night, the highest quality service that we can possibly provide. For those who still want to come on Sunday nights, we want to make your time meaningful and worshipful. Excuse me. I'm not saying that we haven't tried to do that in the past. I'm just saying we're going to put an even greater emphasis on that. So we are going to make a couple of changes. We are going to make two basic changes. First, we want to create a closer and more intimate environment on our Sunday evenings. Starting Sunday night, September 11th, that should be an easy date to remember. It's four weeks from now, September 11th. We are going to start roping off the back of the auditorium so that everyone is sitting in front of the sound desk in all three sections, okay? So, if you see where Gary and Pam Snyder are, and Jim and Mary Ann Rademacher are, and if you see where Jim and Grace Rossbury are, and Glenn and Ruth Hills are, and if you see where Janice and David and Sarah Snyder are, if you want to look back, you're welcome to look back, that's going to be the back row. Okay, starting September 11th, that is going to be the back row, and we're going to ask everybody to sit up here. Now, I worked with Daryl Painter and with Pastor Ron, and the reason we are choosing right in front of the sound desk there, so all of you who are in front of the sound desk, no change for you. Okay, you're good, you're good. You can always sit where you, where you sit on Sunday nights. The reason we chose that is because there tends to be a natural break. It's where the floor has always started to slope down. And it is approximately, not exactly, but where I just named those people back there, that is approximately the back row of our old auditorium. Okay, so we're kind of going back to the old auditorium on Sunday nights. And so now, as Daryl and Ron counted, from the sound desk forward, in all three sections, we can seat 377 people, okay? So from the sound desk forward in all three sections, we can seat 377 people. So guess what? We could double our attendance and still have plenty of room. We could. So I don't want you to think you're not going to find a seat on Sunday nights when we begin to rope this off. Now, we're going to remind you in the bulletin of the coming change. So you've got four weeks if you want to try it out and move up closer. Uh, <laughs> come down here and some of these people, Russ and Don won't feel so lonely <laughs> up here. I've got to tell you this, we were laughing. There's John and Karen sitting over there tonight, but they're usually right over here. And, and we were laughing as a staff. If John, on a particular Sunday night, if John and Karen aren't here, 
And if Russ and Dawn aren't here, it's usually 15 to 20 rows before anybody's sitting over there on that side. You usually have to go quite a ways back. And so we're asking you to come up. And again, we're asking for your cooperation. We don't want people trying to climb over the ropes or anything like that. Our, la our large auditorium, because we can now see 650 to 680, depending on how many chairs we put up, has been a blessing on Sunday mornings, but it's been a curse on Sunday nights. There are huge sections of empty seats, just like there are tonight. A year ago, Brent Sheen shared something with me, and I asked for Brent's permission to share this with you. Brent actually suggested over a year ago that we do this, that we rope off the auditorium. And he said this, he said, it's kind of embarrassing when missionaries come to have so many empty seats up front. Brent is currently our missions committee chairman, so very sensitive to that. And he's right. He's exactly right. So we want to create a more intimate atmosphere on Sunday night. Second, also starting Sunday night, September 11th, we are going to move to a more in-depth teaching format that will be team taught by all three pastors and any elders who would like to participate. So we are going to go to a teaching format where we're going to give each man an assignment on a Sunday night and ask them to bring you an in-depth teaching lesson, a high-quality lesson on whatever Sunday night they're assigned. And quite honestly, the reason we're going to a team format is because it is hard for me, I'm just going to be honest with you, to put all my effort into a Sunday morning and a Sunday evening. Sometimes it's just really hard to, to do something in-depth that way. Now, I will take my turn in that, but so we're going to have... One pastor take one Sunday night, another pastor, and then an elder also, also. And I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. There may also be opportunities for some young men in our congregation who have a desire to learn to preach and teach to participate in this format. Maybe not all of you are aware of this, but we have some young men in our congregation right now who really have a desire for more leadership training and in par as part of that leadership training to, to learn more about preaching and teaching in a public format. And as that goes forward, this may be an ideal opportunity to let a young man come up here on a Sunday night and really give his heart to a teaching lesson. Now we hope to teach on topics that will help our people to grow strong in the faith and to better understand the importance and workings of the local New Testament church. I don't know exactly what the topics are. I wish I could tell you, because we're still mulling this over, and we're allowing you to think with us. But examples might be, don't hold me to this, but examples might be, we might do a teaching series on what is an elder, and why do we have vocational elders called pastors and non-vocational elders why do we have that? And what is their purpose? We, we may have a series on deacons. What exactly do those deacons do? What is their biblical role? Maybe we'll have a series on prayer and fasting. I've read a number of articles that 
prayer and fasting can be the key to spiritual breakthrough, not only in individual lives, but in the life of a church. But I'm going to tell you something. Fasting is an in-depth subject in both the Old and New Testaments. It takes some time to really bring out the fullness of the importance of fasting. We may do a series on transgenderism and the whole gender identity crisis in our nation. I was just reading an article this week that said that transgenderism is becoming a cult in our country. Maybe we'll have a teaching lesson on that, but my point is I want us to choose topics that will be of the greatest benefit to those who come on Sunday nights. Now, in addition to these teaching times, on these Sunday nights we may also do some other things prior to the teaching time. We may have extra time for prayer bring some additional people up to pray. We may highlight an unreached people group on a Sunday night. We may show a short video report from one of our missionaries who's willing to give a report kind of like Allison does uh, at, at the missions conference. Maybe once in a while we will add that. But let me make the most important statement again. And that is to those of you who are here, who I know most of you here tonight are faithful on Sunday nights. We want to give you, you who come on Sunday night, the highest quality service that we possibly can. And for those who still want to come, we may not be large in number, maybe we never will be. And that's okay. But for those who still want to come on Sunday nights, we want to make this service meaningful and worshipful. Thanks. Thank you for bearing with me as I shared that with you tonight. Now we're going to have a little more music. I'm going to lead us in prayer, and then Bill is going to come and minister in music. Let's pray together. Father, give us wisdom. I thank you for this church family. I love these people. We love one another. Give us great wisdom and insight as we seek to make our Sunday night service as high quality as we can, as meaningful and as worshipful as we possibly can. Lead us, we pray, O Lord, that we might be a strong church, one that stands strong for Christ, for the gospel, and for the word of God. Bless us now as we go forward in this service. In Jesus' name, amen.